welcome back to the Forest Club podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us, Matcha. He's one of our good friends. And yes. Do you want to introduce yourself? Of course. What's up, y'all? Matcha here. Um, I'm on the Four Eyes uh, podcast. Let me just say, this is an amazing podcast already. You know, I was super psyched when I heard Lawrence Van Warren to have this and uh, do this. And I'm just happy. Just happy as hell to be a guest. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast with us. So, um, you know, we wanted to talk about, like, ethical dilemmas because... We were learning about that in human science, and I thought that was, like, really interesting. So, I'm going to, like, look up some ethical dilemmas, and then, you know, we can, like, discuss them, because I think they're really interesting. Ethical dilemmas are really cool, you know? Sometimes with ethical dilemmas, there's, like, no right or wrong answer, so it'll be interesting to see if we agree or disagree on some things. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's all just based on your own opinion and, like, your own morals and stuff. Okay. Well, yeah, I... Anyone can okay, go, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, I would... I think that, um, you should, um, like, maybe when they're a little bit younger, not when they're, like, a full-on, like, teenager, I think maybe 14 is a good time to, you know, start trusting your child a bit more um but just when they're younger i i know how horrible the internet is and i know how horrible social media is from my own experience and i don't want my kids to have that experience like that's disgusting to me you know like but i also don't want them to be like super sheltered children so i will allow them to have social media but i do need to i'm gonna monitor it until like I trust them, you know? Yeah. Um, Matcha, do you want to give your feelings on that? Well, I agree with Savannah. I agree with Savannah a little bit. I feel like at a certain age, there has to be time wait, a time where you have to, you know, let them off on their, you know, wings and fly their own path without monitoring them every single time. Because I feel like it's important for the kid to have a little bit of independence and whether you can take it with social media or like independence in trusting them to go out at night with their friends even though it's like dark or whatever so I also think it's good that you allow them to have a little bit of you know room to you know grow and a little bit of room to grow in social media so yeah, I can um, I can see those arguments, and I, like, agree with those arguments. I think that's, like, very important to have those types of discussions, like, with your kids and stuff, because um, I think it's, like, very important that, you know, like, younger kids shouldn't have social media unless they're, like, unless maybe it's YouTube, but then again, that would have to be, like, very monitored. I should have, like specify the question it said teen social media so I think you guys like shared your points for like teen social media which like I can understand Savannah's points and I can understand Metch's points with that and I personally think that like 
it kind of depends on the type of relationship they have. Like, to a certain extent, yes, you should be, like, monitoring your kids' activities because it's kind of important, like, just to know if something is going wrong and stuff and like if there is someone bullying them online from their school or something like that you know but also they should be able to adequately handle that but also like you know you have to be able to create that trust beforehand so that you can like be able to they can it's not even just like you have to monitor it it's just the fact that they feel like they can come to you before you even have to like do anything about it. I think that's like something that I thought was kind of important. Um, okay, the next one. Ghosting in the workplace? That's kind of weird. I don't know. Um, okay, not that one. So the next one is medical care versus religious beliefs. And so they give an example of the case studies in biomedical ethics, which is Jehovah. There is like a practicing Jehovah's Witness. They do not believe in blood transfusions because the Bible forbids ingesting blood. But doctors believe that the person who is um, basically like in who was the Jehovah Witness had end-stage renal failure and would die without a transfusion, but he insisted not to have a transfusion. He had to be resuscitated twice, used CPR, and after having heart attacks, they said that further CPR would basically kill him without a transfusion. But... He did not refuse, um, but he didn't sign a do not resuscitate order, and he wanted to live as long as possible. They felt that the only way that he would survive would be a blood transfusion, and, you know, yeah, that's, like, the story, so I know it's not just, like, Jehovah's Witness, but that's the one that, like, uh, most of us are, they, like, most of us know about and stuff. So Yeah, I think I think that's the one that gets talked about like the most is mm-hmm. how they don't get blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. You had some to share first. Okay. Metra, do you wanna go first? You can go first. Um, okay. So you know, this is kind of going into like our like into the idea of like it's not even just in um like real life it's like also tv shows talk about these types of dilemmas too especially like those medical shows and stuff like Grey's Anatomy or The Good Doctor you know they have all these ethical dilemmas that they're dealing with and like the characters make decisions based on their personality and I think to like a certain extent you do have to respect someone's wishes and um but also like if it's Uh, I think it's, like, in the case of if someone is in, I guess, like, a, I don't know what to call it, like, um, in under the care of someone else, but they want to make that decision for themselves, like, let's say they're 18 or they're almost 18 or something, like, they'll be 18 in, like, the next 
week or day or whatever, or like pretty soon, I feel like they should be able to make that decision on their own. And like the, if they're not a practicing Jehovah's Witness or if they are, you know, they should still be able to like make that decision on their own if they are of, you know, the age of 18 or they're like pretty close to that just because it's like at that point they kind of have to take matters into their own hands like they're technically not on their own but like they still have to make decisions on their own so I think to a certain extent you do have to respect their wishes but also you know let them know what their what the outcomes would be you know you really have to like make sure the person understands and that's when I think about it For me, um, I have to say that you do have to respect the person's wishes. If it comes down to a point of either like death or like you have to go through the process, like the transfusion. You have if it's between those two, and like you said, if the, if the child or the kid is old enough to make the decision on his own then you have to you have to respect his standards and you have to respect his wishes to want to go through that transfusion. And it sucks for me because I am a Christian and I do believe in Jehovah's Witness. But I just feel like at that time and at the situation that the um, disease, disease is in, I feel like that is the best course of action. Mm-hmm. What did you think about it, Savannah? You know, I think that um, um, my mom is calling. (laughs) 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 Um, um, Can you guys still see me? You guys can still hear me? Okay. I can still hear you, just Um, don't see you. Okay. Um, I think that, like, with Jehovah's Witnesses, like, specifically, I think that you know, just because um, the doctors might think that uh, the best decision may be to get a blood transfusion, that doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right for the person whose religious beliefs come before anything else they do. Because, you know, once you, um, once you have, like, I guess, your, I, your mind made up about something, you honestly cannot change that. And, you know... People are, as Christians, we're willing to die for our religion, you know. Uh, The same thing goes for Jehovah's Witnesses. They are willing to die for their religion because it's, it's, it's more than just the world here right now. It's more than just you and me. It's Mm -hmm. more than just all these other people. So I feel like if um, they can do whatever they want, want to do to save him, but um, the blood transplant, like, you know, there's other possible ways that um, they could treat him. So I feel like it would be fine if he did not, if that person did not um, get the transfusion. Okay. Um, I wanted to pose like another question going off of that one is like, let's say a parent or a legal guardian is a Je- uh, practicing Jehovah Witness, but their child may not be like, 
what do you what do you think um should happen then you know if the kid decides to get the transfusion like you know if they're of legal age to make that decision for themselves what do you think should oh so like if the kid is 18 and the parents are like well we don't really want you to have a blood transfusion like that Mm -hmm. like in it but it would be like something that could that would be Save like the, that would be the only thing they're they're only they're like last resort basically, mm-hmm. you know like do you think their parents should respect that decision of the kid or should they, you know like be disappointed? Yeah, I, yeah, I think that their parents should totally respect um, what their child believes, especially um, if they believe something like different, um, and also if they're over the age of. 18 they can make their own decisions because they're they are an adult you can't do anything about it so I think that um I know in like Jehovah's Witnesses they like um like shun people if they're not Jehovah's Witnesses so I think at that moment it would like kind of come out that that uh child isn't a Jehovah's Witness Mm -hmm. um so at that point I don't know if the parents would um feel like okay like my child like betrayed me you know that type of situation Mm -hmm. um but yeah I don't think that the parents should have any real um impact on if they should get a blood transfusion or not yeah what what do you want to share what you thought Metro I think the parents need to respect child's decision um, it's important to know that um, if you're going to, when you're when you're going through that process, it's like yes, you you tried your best to you tried your best to help train and raise the kid, you know, in the ways of the Lord. And if they feel like at that certain age they want to get a trans, uh, you know, transfusion, or I feel like it's best for them, for you to respect their decision to do so, even though, like the man says, it's going to hurt them inside because, you know, you've um, tried your best to uh, train them. It, it does come down to their decision. And I feel like as, uh, you know, as an adult, you do have that right. So as a young adult, I should say, not a full-time adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, I can see those perspectives, and I agree with you guys. I think, like, it's a completely different story if the child's still under the parents' care. Like, they can't really make that decision for themselves. That's kind of, that's like a whole different thing. But, anyways, um, I think this will be the last one. So... Would you share your political leanings or beliefs and risk losing clients? Do you mean business clients or? Yeah, like uh, business clients, any, you know, yeah, I guess it's just like business clients is like what they're asking. I don't think they're necessarily asking about friends or um, employees or something. Um, losing business clients. Well, I feel like 
need to. It, well, I feel like if there is, you know, a falling out with a client, and you know you've tried to rep, uh, you've tried to repair the relationship, and you've tried to, you know, you've tried to, I don't want to say like you've tried to gain their uh, respect back, but they don't feel they don't feel the same way that you feel about them, then I feel like it's, you know, it's time to move on. I feel like it's time to, you know, find someone new. And mm -hmm. it's not just, you know, like you said, in business, it's, it, it's, a, it's like anything, like a, like a friendship or a relationship. Like yeah. if that person at the time doesn't feel like they respect you and you've been putting in all that effort and time and respecting them and trying to please them and trying to be the best possible human being that you can be, but they still don't want to listen to you, and they still really don't give a crap about what you have to say, then it's time for you to move on. Yeah. And, you know, find someone new and someone better, someone who is going to respect you for who you are, someone who likes you. Well, it doesn't have to be like someone who sees you as a human being. Mm-hmm. I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, Savannah, did you want to share your feelings on that? Yeah, so the question was like, um, do you think, would you change your share them. political? Share it was, them? Yeah, share them. I personally wouldn't. I would, I think that it should be back in the olden days where you like didn't talk about politics with each other at all because it was just such a thing, like it was <laughs> just a thing you didn't talk about because now it's becoming like, whatever your political belief is, is like, oh, like, you support blah, blah, blah. Oh, I can't be friends with you. And that's really not something that um, is, about, is about the other person's character or, you know, what they like to do for fun. If, like, po politics, for a lot of people, it isn't as, um, like, a big deal as it is for some people who are really into it. So people who are really into into it could probably think that's their whole entire life. That's the only thing there is in the world. But there isn't. Like, a lot of people, they have their political beliefs, but then they have things outside of their lives that they're doing that set them aside from, that set them aside from their political beliefs. Like, you know, you don't um, have to agree with, like, everything um, your side of politics does or anything. So... <laughs> no, I think you have like a, I think you have a fair argument against that. Um, and I can see like where you're coming from. I've also heard the argument is that some people believe that uh, if you have like differing beliefs than them, it's a matter of like morals. Like you have the wrong morals or you know, like, your morals are completely out of whack and stuff, and, like, you're in the wrong and all that, you know, that's, like, definitely what I've seen, and I don't think that's necessarily, like, right or fair to someone else, just because I feel like it's kind of, you know, I don't think it shows, like, their entire character. Some people, some people definitely try to make it their, like, own personality trait which is like that's on them I don't want to be friends with those people because I think that's like really weird 
just to make that your entire personality. And I can see people's arguments who are like, well, it's a matter of you have differing morals and stuff like that. Like, I can see your argument. I can see why you'd be offended. But it's also like, you can't be completely oblivious to everyone. You know, like, you have to be able to have conversations with those people, even if you don't agree with them. I feel like it's still important to be able to have those conversations with those people just because it makes it, like, it makes you a more diverse person. Like, me and Savannah, you know, we have differing opinions on a lot of things, but, like, we're still best friends. Like, we're the best of best friends because it's, like, I can see her side, she can see mine, you know, like... It's just you have to respect other people's opinions unless, you know, it's, like, directly harming you. Then I would not (laughs) say you have to, like, respect those people's opinions because that's up to you if you want to make that decision. I just think that I think I agree with what Metro said as well as, like, cut your losses if they can't respect you and your beliefs and stuff. It's just, like, I can see that as well. And it's... um, You know, they just have to, they have to, like, respect what you believe in and stuff. And, like, if they can't do that, that's, that's just, like, a them problem. That's just, that's nothing to do with you or anything. But, you know, that kind of goes into our next thing about, like, ethical dilemmas in TV shows. Um, you know, me and Savannah, like, we love to, we love to watch Grey's Anatomy. We love to hate on it. We love to watch it. It's great. But it also, it's it's so bad. But I think that, like, the ethical dilemmas that they pose in that show is, like, it it's pretty interesting. I don't know what you want to share about, like, what we've talked about that show. I mean, I haven't really watched Grey's Anatomy that much. Mm-hmm. But in terms of an ethical dilemma in a TV show, um, a TV show I've watched, I have to think um, about one that I've watched recently. Okay, this is going to be a really dumb one. <laughs> but um, I'd say, like, I'd say, like, the final episode of season three of Cobra Kai. And okay. I, do, I do love watching Cobra Kai. You know, I got into it a few years ago. So, the last episode, what happened was the, one of the main characters was in a fight with the main antagonist of the show. So, they were dueling it out, you know, fist to fist, and right at the uh, biggest climax of that fight was uh, this guy, his name was, his name is Daniel. And he's fighting um, this other guy. His name is Chris. And he pinned him down, right? Mm -hmm. He pinned him down. He immobilized him. He stopped him from moving his limbs. So that way he could, you know, he couldn't hurt him anymore. He couldn't damage him. So he came, so he was about to finish him off once and for all. Like, straight up kill him. Oh. Uh, his daughter and this other boy that she really liked came running over and they were like, Dad, stop! And the daughter was like, Dad, stop! Wait! 
And so he had to make a, you know, decision. Because for all he knew, that uh, that pin down only lasted a few seconds. He, he was only immobilized for a few seconds because it's not. this is a technique that, you know, he's uh, only done once, and that is this fight. So he had to make a decision between killing him and ending the monster because I could even go hours on what Keith has done, you know, all the pain he's caused, Daniel and um, Johnny, who's another side character. I won't get, get into too much detail about him, but um, yeah. So he had to make a decision, and he decided to obviously let him live. But while that decision came, you know, he also said that, how about this? This upcoming tournament, whoever wins, they get to leave town. So, I don't know. That's just my that um that's just my little um, example of what I think a uh, a, a dilemma is in a TV show. Mm-hmm. But he had to make the right decision. I honestly believe he made the right decision. Nice. I think that's a great example. Um, yeah, me and Savannah, we love to talk about. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> we love to watch that show, but we also love to hate on it so much. Cause yes, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy um, for like a long time, and I, I'm kind of catching up on like the recent season and doing like all like the coronavirus stuff. <laughs> um, but like that show is so weird. Like <laughs> the whole yeah, I said this earlier to Lauren, but it's like the whole show. <laughs> Clinic. Like, they all get with each other. It's, like, so crazy. Like, so what, um, someone is pregnant by another doctor, but that other doctor has a relationship with another doctor, and then that doctor in a relationship has a whole lot of different relationships with a doctor out of town or something like that. I'm like, guys, let's just calm down. Literally. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's like a whole episode of Maury. In the show. Like, I'm like, guys, come on. Like, add new characters. You can get more people. Exactly. Like, what are we, what are we doing? What are we doing yeah. with this? It's, uh, yeah. So, like, I just, I just thought of that show because I thought it was, like, real, they pose a lot of, like, good ethical dilemmas. And I thought it was really interesting. But also, I kind of, like, I love to hate on that show. Because it's so dramatic and it's so ridiculous, and I think it's hilarious. You could say we the same hate, things. What? Do y'all hate the show because of the, uh, the amount of drama that's in it, or is it more like is it a different, is it a different reason for your hatred for the show? Well, I mean, I'm, I don't want to say the acting is bad because it's not. The acting is like mediocre. I think it's like fine. Like you know, Meredith Grey, like great actress. Mm-hmm. But um, some some of like the new people or like the newer characters or characters that they bring on, they're like not great actors. They're annoying. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of annoying. That that could just be like their character, but um, really could be. I don't know. Yeah, they could like, just we just we just like to like hate on that show because it's just so weird. It it really is. It's like. 
We just, okay, we love to hate on that show because it's overly dramatic and, like, all they do is just, like, basically mess with each other's relationships and stuff. It's yeah. just, like, guys, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, April Kepner, right? Super annoying. She was a new character. She was not one of the original characters. The most annoying. Yeah, she came on. Other than Izzy. Izzy was a little annoying, mm. but, like, I have, I still have respect for Izzy, but, like, very, very, very little. Yeah, my respect level for Izzy is a little bit higher. Izzy is one of the original characters, just for people who hate that show or don't ever watch it. Yeah. Or, yeah, don't remember. Um, she was one of the original characters, and then, you know, like, things happened, and then they brought in, like, new people. There was April Kepner, the other ones. I don't remember their that names. That Lexi chick? That was mm. Meredith Grey's sister? Let's, Goodbye. Let's, next topic. This, I can talk about this for hours. Literally. Literally. That's like, ugh, no. And the funniest thing is she's literally on Supergirl. She plays, she literally plays Supergirl's sister. I'm just like, how do you play everyone's sister, but you're not the main character ever? Like, girl, this, ugh, I don't know. I think she's much better, much, much better in Supergirl, but her acting in what's it called her acting in her Grey's Anatomy so didn't do her justice at all it was awful but April Kepner is the number one character I hate the most because she's so annoying like everyone just, and everyone hates her on the show they're just like yeah you're like really annoying like can you shut up ever <laughs> it's just really funny to me, just because, like, I hate her so much. But then, like, she got with one of her classmates, and I was like, you literally hated her in the beginning, and now you're, like, in love with her? Like, <laughs> so, let's... Like, uh, yeah. story development and the character development is lacking. It's really lacking. Like, some people, their character development just sucks so much, and sometimes it just feels like very abrupt character development. Like, most of the time, you can, like, tell it happens over time. Like, with Meredith Grey or, like, with George. You know, I don't remember his last name. Christina and Alex had the best character developments out of, like, everyone. George is my favorite character. George and Christina are my favorite. But Alex and Christina had by far the best character developments. Alex had the best character development on that show. Mm -hmm. Alex, wait, yeah, he had the best out of all of them. Mm -hmm. Meredith, I don't know what's going on with her. Like, are you okay? Like, in the new season, have you watched the the latest season? It's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. Like, I don't want to spoil it or whatever, because I don't know if you're going to watch it. Yeah, but Lauren might watch it. So no, I'm going to watch it because it sucks. <laughs> they, what they do with Meredith's character in like, the new season, I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, It's really dumb. And also, can I just say, okay, I'm not trying to hate on like um, Ellen, what is her name? The actress that plays I don't know. Meredith. But she just looks so old. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I told you before. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, people who are, like, really old don't have kids that young. <laughs> 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 
She has like a baby, and I'm like. Okay, she has three has. kids. See, the thing is, Zola was her adopted daughter. And then she had two bio kids with Derek. First of all, their relationship is so terrible. Yeah. They're so. Bye, guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like their entire marriage, their entire relationship was awful. And I literally can't with Arizona. Like, there's this clip. There's, like, audio of Arizona going around on TikTok. She was like, Derek was his one true great love. And I was like, girl, what are you on? (laughs) Because that love story was so tragic. Oh, it was awful. Terrible. I think, but I think Christina also, you know, she comes in second place for really good character development. Because she, like, oh, she's just... At first, she was just, like, this really mean... I loved her, but everyone was just like, wow, you're, like, really evil. Like, you're just mean. She's like, no, I'm just the best. And, you know, people probably thought she was, like, pretty narcissistic and stuff. But... I forget, why did she leave the show? I don't know. I literally have no clue why she left. I only know, like, why George left. I don't know why Alex left. But it could be because... But, like, um, they still talk about Burke they still talk about all of them mm-hmm. um, in the show, but um, what I was... No, Alex, have you got... I don't know. Let me stop. <laughs> um, you know I've watched the whole thing up to the latest season. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he... Um, didn't he I don't know if he moved back in with Izzy. I can't remember. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he moved back in with Izzy. Because um, they had kids together. Yeah. I was like, how? Twins. Like, how do you... That's, like, the, the, that's the reason why she moved. It didn't make sense, bro. It No, it literally made no sense. It literally made no sense. It made zero sense. Because they literally told her she could never have kids. And then she was like, oh my god, I had twins. Like, girl, what? Was this that's a season ago? Was this, like, was this... Okay, so Izzy, she was, like, one of the, like, first characters. Like, she was, like, the first to be with, um... Alex Karev. Alex or whatever. But, like, the thing is... She left, and she, like, ran away or whatever, like, never came back, didn't say anything to anyone. Well, she got cancer, and then she she recovered, and then she ran away. Yeah. But the thing is, she had a relationship with her patient. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, like, really weird. But, like, um, she was, like, was she going to get fired for that? Yeah. She was getting kicked out of the residence program. Yeah. Because that's illegal. Like, yeah. what? And he was dying, and it was very weird. <laughs> the, um, the thing that I remember he said is, like, my heart, my body's like a racehorse, but my heart is like a dead dog or something like that. And I was like, what? Like, what are you on, dude? But he was on death, so that's, you know, it was really weird. I was like... What is this man, like, talking about? <laughs> like, it was yeah. so, so weird. Um, but I just think that's a little bit why I kind of lost respect for her, too. And then I was like, it would make more sense if it was Dave's kids, which is the her patient. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know. Maybe maybe not. But it just doesn't make sense why she would leave. It. I would just want to give, like, a little bit more context because I think it's kind of confusing the way... Samantha explained it. So basically, the thing is, is, like, she had got cancer. It was, like, a type of brain cancer that was super, super rare. And it, like, 
it would have basically killed her. Like, she had a 0.01% chance or something like that. It was, like, a crazy low number. But she was able to survive and pull through. And she did all her chemo treatments and all that stuff. And so, you know, like, Alex and her got married. And they're like, yay, we got married. Good for us and stuff. And then she was just like, and then, like, when she fully recovered, Basically, they told her, like, oh, you know, like, she asked if she could have kids because, like, she really wanted to have kids and stuff. And they're just like, oh, yeah, no, you're not going to be able to, like, have kids because of the chemo basically, like, killed all your eggs. Like, there's nothing you could do about that. And then all of, and then she, like, ran away or whatever. She was like, hey, guys. Like, you know, she just left. And then she like, a month later, she wrote a letter, or no, she left a letter to Meredith, she was, like, I want to go explore myself in, like, Minnesota or something, I don't know, and then, um, you know, it was, like, a few years go by, and Alex was just, like, you know, I had to go visit her, I had to go see if I still had a chance, I had to know, and apparently they had kids, and I was, like, How does that make any sense at all? Because she was told that her eggs were not fertile. Like, but grace of God. But also the thing is, (laughs) Alex had a whole other wife. He let exactly. No, it was his fiance. It was his fiance. They got married. Uh huh. Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna have to put a trigger warning. Okay, like, spoiler alert, that should have gone in the very beginning. I'm very sorry about that. You can um, type it in the intro thing. Yeah, I know. Um, well, you mean I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, he had a whole other wife that... You know, whole other wife! <laughs> Hold on a second. Apologize to the fans. Yeah, I'm very Apologize. sorry, very sorry. He had a whole other wife, like... They had a whole on and off thing, but, like, who cares about that? Because she is irrelevant. She was so annoying. But, like, they literally told her it was impossible because, like, the chemo literally killed her eggs. Like, there was nothing that she could have done about it. And then she had kids with him. And this was, like, the weirdest thing was that, like, this was maybe, I would say, like, a year or two later that he, like, left. um, Like, after Izzy left. Yeah, after Izzy left. A year or two later, Alex left, but then she wrote, he wrote in that letter that they were two or three, like, they were three and four or something like that, or, like, they're three and four, somewhere around that age, years old, but he left a year or two. The timeline doesn't add up. It's, like, I'm not trying to... The timeline really does not add up, because if, like, the, when she left, that, I feel like the timeline has been longer than three or five years. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they've been through so much on that show, and that yeah. could honestly just be how they wrote it. But it doesn't seem like, it seems like it's been, like, ten years, you know, mm-hmm. since she left. That's that's how they kind of made it seem like it, it had been ten years, because so much has happened. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think, like, each season represents at least, like, two years. So maybe it was, like, maybe it was, like, four years or something. Maybe four, like, six years or something like that when he left. Because, like... She left in, like, season, I don't know. I don't know. She like left, maybe like, six, maybe five. 
five or six or something like that. And we're on like season twelve, and literally he went back to her last season, so that would be like season eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, like, it's very inconsistent, and, like, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, it couldn't be the grace of God or something like that because it, it couldn't be his kids. It could not be his kids, you know? Like, this has nothing to do, like, even if, like, let's honestly, just... We, we might find out in the future that she was lying. I mean, I really think she was because, like, it makes yeah. no sense. It literally makes no sense. There was no way that she wasn't lying about that. Like, there's just absolutely no way that she wasn't lying about that. Because, like, how could she not be lying about that? Like, the timelines, you can just already tell. Like, they just don't. There's no possible way that they add up whatsoever. They just don't make sense. You know? It doesn't even have to do with, like, her inability to get pregnant. First of all, she was not able to get pregnant. Like, that just that's a whole other thing. I don't know. She could have had, like, she could have really froze some eggs. I don't know. I really don't know, but it just doesn't make sense. Like, the timeline doesn't add up, and I really highly think that she was lying the whole time, and he's going to come back, and he's like, going to be like, hey, Joe, I'm back, you know, like, but, like, Joe is just, she is something else. She has her own things to deal with, because I don't know what is up with all these characters, but, like, they literally all need to go to therapy, the only character who went to therapy was Meredith. Like, actually, Christina did go to therapy, though, but then she faced no, a very... Perez and his wife went to therapy. His wife went to therapy. She did? But that's a whole other story. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, the only person that I... The only people that I remember was Alex. I don't know. No, Alex didn't go to therapy. You should go to therapy. Christina went to therapy, but not because... No, someone who was that? That was... No, that was Arizona it, and... Cali. Yeah. Cal- I almost yeah. called her Calliope. No one calls her that. <laughs> no one calls her that. But it was just like a whole thing. Like, they were the only ones who went to therapy together. And then, you know, they were like, bye guys, hopping off the show, you know. And then it was just like a whole, a whole thing. It was crazy. I was like... Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Like I said, for a bunch of people who don't like the show, y'all certainly talk like you love it. Because it's like we know so much about it, but we love to hate on it. Because, like, there's just too many things in this show that's very inconsistent. And, like, it's just like all their problems would be solved if they all just, like, went to therapy. (laughs) It's just like, guys, just like go to therapy. That's just like, that's it. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. But yeah, that's our little little thing on Grey's Anatomy. I feel like these, um, you know, I feel like we should probably talk about first impressions. Because... I mean, like, I know it's Savannah's first impression of me, and she knows what my first impression of her is, but I still just think it'd be, like, really fun to share, like, what our first impressions of, like, all of us were. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, now I get to know what you guys really think about me. <laughs> all right, so I guess I'm going first. Okay. So, which one should I choose, Lauren or Savannah? Hmm. 
Okay. I think I'll, since it's her, since, okay, since she's the host, I'll start with the one. <laughs> okay. So, my first impression of one. My first, my very first initial impression was um, that you were very honest and like you were honest to the point where you weren't gonna like hold back for in case it was like someone else's feelings of someone you don't know. Like, okay, yeah. That that is how I first saw you, and I was like, dang. But it, but in a good way, in, in a good way. Mm-hmm. To be honest. And then. You know, as I got to start to know you better, I realized you have a lot of insight on, you know, how how other people think and how other people act. Because when I was going to Eden for so many years, I, was like, I never that would had. Be major. <laughs> 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 what? Yeah, I want to be a psych major. Savannah said, "Our psychology major," and I'm just like, "Oh, what?" But yeah, I want to be a psych major, but. Continue. That'd be, a, that'd be a great major for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. But, um, yeah. Honestly, you were um, very honest. You had a great insight about a lot of stuff, especially on, you know, mental, mental health and um, how people feel. And I really respected that. Respected that out of you. You know? Um, should I also include how we first met? Yeah. I think so. When we first met, we were in this class, and um, I was very shy. Mm-hmm. I'm typically very shy when I meet new people. And when I saw you, I was like, okay, cool, cool, a new person. And so, um, at first, like, the first two or three months, I don't think you talked that much. You know, um, you were... I ain't gonna say his name, but like. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And, um, you know, you know, you you know, the two of us, we were just beat up on this guy. Yeah, we were such bullies, but like, good on us. (laughs) That was funny. That was funny, but like, good on us, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, with him. And yeah. That ended the way it ended. Yeah. Um, I decided, you know what? How about I get to know one a bit more? Because I feel like, you know, she's going to be a great person to know as a friend, and, and she'd be a really great person to go to for advice. Wow. My very first impression of you. Dang. Okay. Yeah, I felt like um, when I. When I was, you know, with my ex, I felt like we were all, like, just one big trio. And then... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> we, had to, we had to cut it short. <laughs> we, had to, we had to part ways. Mm-hmm. I won't go into too much detail about that. But, yeah. I felt like we were, like, that one big trio. Like, we just... <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was really funny, but... Continue with your first impressions. Okay, so for Savannah. Well, Savannah, I... Uh, <laughs> Savannah is shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, I promise. 
met, I think, in middle school, right? Was it? Yeah. yeah. In uh, middle school, when we went to EP, obviously. We, I don't think we had the visor, did we? Or if I'm wrong. No, we didn't. My first impression of EP was that a very sweet person, you know, Uh, even though sometimes you pretend you don't care about things, like I know you do care about things and you do care about people. And I also realized you were very mature for your age. It's gonna sound so like weird coming from a peer, but like <laughs> legit, you sounded mature for your age and you know responsible. And I can always respect that as someone who wants to set themselves apart from this. Uh, from the majority of the people at the Student Academy. Yeah, sorry, I said, I, I said the name. Yeah, whatever. Don't worry, anyway, I can edit um, it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, you were, I, I can always expect that out of somebody. I expected that out of you. And then, we didn't really talk. I, I say, from my perspective, we didn't really talk until, <laughs> like, 10th grade year. And, um, you know... We just started to uh, really, you know, talk and bond, and you know, that's how it is. That's how it was. And, you know, yeah. Thank continue. you. Call what? me mature. It's a front. That's funny. See, okay. Savannah, you want to go next? Sure, I can go next. Oh my goodness, Lauren. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren and I met at a very special time. It was the, probably the best time in our lives. Okay, liar. Okay, liar. <laughs> um, we were both attending this um, like camp. This Summer ACT camp. Camp or whatever. It was a writing camp. A writing camp. <laughs> and um, she... I, Okay, so Lauren's from California, um, yep. something we never see here in <laughs> Midwestern states. <laughs> um, and so basically, we were everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, she's from California! She's from California!" Da 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 da! She's California! Like, you know, like at the camp. Yeah. And so I, the first couple, of, the first couple of days, I was like, oh, "Okay, like she's fine." And then I don't know if I was just being creepy. <laughs> I was just thinking. I was like. <laughs> like, I, you know, Lauren thinks that I was being creepy, but I was just being friendly. I, Girl! Know, she moved to, you know, what's her address? Simple as that. <laughs> you know, what's her favorite um, food? So, things like that. And I, she kind of got a little creeped out, but it's okay. <laughs> but, like, the way we officially met is very creepy. Like, basically, <laughs> Lauren will tell the story in more detail but she was upset about something at the camp. So a teacher came to me and was like, hey, like, do you want to talk to Lauren about this? And I was like, okay, like, sure. And then they're like, okay, well, she's in the bathroom. Let's go talk to her in the bathroom. Wow. <laughs> and so we, I was like, oh, like, we're not just going to wait? And she's like, oh, no, we're going to go. I was like, not go in. <laughs> And so we went in the bathroom, and she's, like, crying, but, like, you can't really tell. <laughs> but um, she was just, like, 
<laughs> we really bombarded her in the bathroom, like... <laughs> I'll go into more details, so it's not as weird. <laughs> no, I wasn't. This is what I remember. Okay, can I guess? And so we basically barge into her. We're like five feet from her, and then like I don't know why, but like we just got closer. <laughs> Savannah being evil. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I would just like to get, go into the story a little bit more because... Well, yeah, I haven't uh, said my first impression about Metro yet. I know. I just want to give, like, a little bit more context about this because, like, I think, you know, it just sounds, like, really weird about the bathroom thing. Yeah. Because... Oh, wait, before we go into the bathroom thing, what teacher has a bright idea to go into the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite teacher. <laughs> Hold on. Um. Don't we'll tell you. We'll tell you after. We'll tell you okay, after. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Okay. So I want to give a little bit more context because I don't want to make Savannah sound really creepy. Like she just walked in on me. Like I don't know. Like yeah, paying or something. So I would just like to give a little bit more context to this. So basically, what happened was. You know, I was in the bathroom because I had to go pee. And also, like, I when I get really frustrated, I cry. That's just, like, the only time that I cry is, like, when I get really frustrated. So, you know, I was, like, really frustrated with my parents and stuff. So I was, like, literally, like, so upset. I was, like, okay, I need to, like, chill out. Like, let me just give myself a moment. So I was, like, trying to, like, calm myself down. And then, like, Savannah and the teacher, like, walked in. They're, like, hey, like, are you doing okay? And I was, like... Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, I don't know. They're like, yeah, we just wanted to come in and check on you. Make sure you're doing okay. Because, like, we heard you were, like, pretty upset about what happened. And I was like, no, that's, like, not why. But, okay. Like, let's pretend, like, that was why. And I, like, I was literally about to go to the bathroom, like, right as they walked in. So, but then I was just, like, standing there, like, staring at myself in the mirror for, like, a hot second. 
And then, like, you know, just, like, trying to pull myself together. And they just come in. They're like, yeah, like, are you doing okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. They're like, okay, like, well, you know, like, your writing class is about to start. So, like, you can come with us. I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, like, really quickly. And then they'll be all, they're like, okay, we'll be, like, we'll, like, wait outside for you or something. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> it was so weird because I was like, <laughs> so I just wanted to give a little bit more context to that because... It just sounded like really, really weird. I don't think that, but <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want to make Savannah sound really creepy. Okay, good. Yeah, I just didn't want to make Savannah sound like really creepy and like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, like, it wasn't <laughs> the teacher came to me and was like, hey, like we're gonna go talk to her. I did not know she was in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> okay, but now I'm gonna get into how I, um, my first impression of Metro. Okay, let's go. You got it. So. I think I was, like, visiting still, maybe it was my first couple of days, but I just noticed, like, this kid, he was black, like, this kid, so, because, you know, I, I noticed, like, uh, black people out of large crowds of white people, so that's the first thing I noticed, there's another black person here on the same team, yay. <laughs> so, the next thing I noticed, I was, like, And I was like, why are you carrying his iPad? Like, oh, God. And then um, I was like, evil. Why are you carrying things weirdly? That's, that's evil. <laughs> I didn't really know you. I just, like, you were just there, kind of. I, yeah. We didn't have a lot of classes together. But, um, yeah, I mean, like Metro said, we kind of really just got to know each other, like, in 10th grade, because isn't that, that's when we were in the same advisory, or that's when our advisors would meet often. Yeah, that's when our advisors would meet often, you know. Oh, yeah, we weren't in the same advisory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. And then, yeah, got to know him. I still think Metro's very um, intelligent, a good leader, um... That's right off the bat. You can just tell that. You can just um, tell that from like being in a classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's anything that needs to be done, Mitch is like, "Oh, I can go handle that." Or, um, like, he's the first one to be like, "All right, guys, let's start." You know. Mm-hmm. So that's something I also noticed. Cool. Thanks. I pre- I appreciate you added the iPad. That's very I, funny. I that's very you know funny. Of course. The iPad, <laughs> the iPad game, of course. Um, yeah, I would just like to give a little bit more context. We go to a predominantly white school, so... Predominantly white. Yes. White. Like, very much predominantly white. Like, there's very... Like, there's only one time in my entire life I've ever had a black teacher. And that was for, like, two years. <clears throat> yeah, all of my teachers Stings. were black before... Um, Except two. I had two science teachers that were white, and I also had a kindergarten teacher that was white. You know what? Maybe three. (laughs) (laughs) Savannah's trying to recall every single time she had a white teacher before she came to that school. (laughs) (laughs) Counting on her fingers. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so um, I'm going to start with Matcha. So my first impression was like, I just thought he was, like, really quiet. I was like, dang, does this kid, like, is this kid just, like, really quiet or something? Does he just, like, not 
like me or like like people or something like I don't know and so the thing is is I was like when I first came to school I was like okay you know these kids they're probably you know like they they all have like some form of like learning challenge or something like that so we're all just gonna be in like the same boat together and stuff and I went to like a public high school public school for like most of my life until 10th grade and um you know it's just like it was very different it's a big change it's like oh that's interesting you know just like because the school is like super small it's like wow it's like not expecting it to be that small like my mom said it's gonna be like a smaller school but I didn't expect it to be that small so you know that was my first impression of the school and then I got to know people and I'm like I think one of the first people I talked to, I can't really remember, but I think it was Medjit, and I was like, dang, like, he seems pretty chill, but I don't know if he, like, would want to be friends or something, like, I don't know, I really don't know, like, I was very confused, and then, um, I was just like, maybe he just doesn't like me, I don't know, like, maybe that's just a me thing, but I don't know, and then, as you know, I started to get to know you more, and, like, we were in the same classes sometimes for, we had, like, the same... Um, you know, we had, like, the same lit teacher, as I got to know you more, I was like, wow, like, he's really funny, and he's really chill, and, like, I think you'd be a great friend, and, like, over time, I noticed, like, your leadership skills, and all that stuff, and, like, you, you have, like, a very, you're very passionate, like, the things you're very passionate about, you really have, like, a good drive for them, you know, it's, like, with basketball, you had, like, a really big drive for basketball, that was, like, your big thing, like, you know, I thought that was really, there was, like, a really great quality, and I was, like, wow, the, he could absolutely, if he's not going to be team captain, he could be, like, school president or vice president, and then, like, when we did NHS, I was, like, he could absolutely be, like, president, you know, like, this is incredible, incredible stuff here, you know, I just thought, like, you have really good leadership skills and stuff, and I remember you were saying, like, you want to, you were thinking about becoming a business major or something, which I thought was, like, wow, that's, like, the perfect major for you, especially, like, marketing and all that stuff, like, you could sell anything, I just, that's, like, what my first impression was of you, and, you know, I've, like, appreciate getting to know you over the years and stuff, I think that was definitely, like, a great thing that's happened, and I think you've only improved on all of these skills, I think that was, like, really cool to see and stuff, I think that, like, um, you know, as we got to know each other better and all this stuff, I think it was, like, really, really cool to get to know each other, and I'm, like, really happy we're still friends and stuff. I think that was, like, that's just, like, something I'm really, I'm really looking forward to in the future and stuff. I think that's, like, really, really cool, and, yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate that from you, Lauren, and you, Savannah. Yeah, of course. Um, it's, it's rare to hear, you know, words like that, especially from people you respect and people mm. you care about, you know, especially now the type of world we live in, mm-hmm. where people have agendas they want to push towards you and, you know, you want to be friends one minute and then the next minute you find out they're just using you because mm-hmm. of your skill set and who and what type of connections you have, so. Yeah. I appreciate that. It's sad because there's a lot of people... Uh, like that at our school mm-hmm. and yep. it's good that we found others like us I think like insane. yeah <laughs> I think like adding on to that whole like using people I think that like we have a very valuable friendship like our entire friend group is very valuable 
in the aspect of like we could be best friends and we could also use each other for networking it's not just like we are just friends and stuff I think we're we have like all the right qualities that's very very valuable that will help us like go very very far in life I think that's like really really cool something that like you know and we're all sane, just like Savannah said. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I can't blame her, though. Kids, kids are eating, though, all the best stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, like, moving on to Savannah. Best story. <laughs> so, I just want to put this out there. Savannah's my best friend. Like, we're besties. We've been besties. Not since the moment we met, but, like, for a very long time. And that's why we started this podcast together. Yay! I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I just, like, threw that in there. I have to give a lot of context. We're also twins and the same person. So, um, very important. Oh. Um, <laughs> identical twins. <laughs> no, I didn't want to say that because I don't, I, like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> like, okay, so basically going back to, like, what Savannah said, basically that's how we met. That's 100% how we met. And I just want to give a little more context. So I, the first time I saw her was, like, at lunchtime. We were, like, eating with all the middle schoolers and stuff. And because we were there and we were, like, doing, we were, like, basically volunteers trying to, like, help out teachers and stuff. So... That's what we were doing. And then, you know, I thought Savannah was like, oh, she, like, seems kind of quiet, but okay. You know, maybe she'll be a good friend. And then, like, I started, like, I guess I was, like, not really talking to myself, but, like, kind of talking to myself. I was just, and then, like, people just started laughing at the things I was saying. And, like, Savannah just happened to be sitting next to me. She thought it was, like, really funny what I was saying. So, yeah, that's, like, what happened. Then we had a writing class, and, like, I noticed, I was, like, oh, she's in my writing class. Like, that's cool. And then she just, like, stared at me. (laughs) She just stared at me, like, very heavily, and I was, like, um, okay. I'm going to pretend, like, that's not weird, but okay. So, yeah, I thought Savannah was just, like, really weird, like, when I first got to know her, and then, like, you know, that whole thing with the bathroom happened. (laughs) the whole thing with the bathroom happened I was like ooh, that was not fun but fast forward to when I was visiting the school um I noticed that like Savannah was like oh like there's that girl from the summer okay she has cool friends I guess like I didn't know your friends I just thought like they all like seemed pretty chill and stuff so I was like okay all right she probably has like cool friends and you know, like, what if your friends invited me to sit with you guys? I was like, mm, I'm okay. I don't want to, like, intrude. Like, I don't want to be one of those people who just, like, sits with you guys, you know, just because, like, I'm the new kid and stuff. I feel like that's so weird. So I was just like, kind of by myself. And then I don't remember how exactly we got to know each other. I think it was because we were in the same advisory and stuff. And we just, like, started sitting, like, close next to each other. And we started to get to know each other. And we're like, hey, like, how's it going? You know, stuff like that. And I was like, cool, cool. Like, we started to get to know each other more. Um, and, like, as I've gotten to know her, know her over time, I think she's a really great leader, too. I think she has, like, great, great leadership skills. She's super, super organized. Like, this girl is literally so organized. I feel like we're on the same level of organization because we are just that great. Like, 
literally why are we this is like why we're best friends because like we're just we're always thinking ahead I feel like that's something that seems really good is like thinking ahead and that's something I've definitely been able to pick up on and like trying to think ahead too I definitely think ahead but not in the way that she thinks ahead she's like very very good at planning stuff out and being very organized and I'm just like wow like incredible and also she really loves maps and she loves geography which I think is great and you know like yep I get to learn a lot from her and all this stuff and I think we've had like very interesting conversations over time and now we're like best friends I didn't want to say we're like we're twins because so like the first time I was was like hey like we're twins and I was like what (laughs) like what are you talking about and (laughs) she was just like we're twins and I was like I was like girl we're not the same like at all (laughs) like there's nothing there's like very few things that are similar about us that's like what I first thought because like she told me that this year and I was like what are you talking about like what are you going on about like we're best friends we're not twins because first of all like I'm a mixed kid and like you know like that would be kind of weird I was like you know like we don't have the same parents we don't live in the same house and I was like I have a cat you have two dogs that you hate (laughs) um (laughs) and like you know like we just live different lives and like I lived in California and you lived in Michigan your whole life like stuff like that but like as I've gotten to know over time we're so similar. <laughs> like, it's so creepy. And Samantha's like, yep, exactly. Yeah. We're twins. We're the same person. We, are, <laughs> we, have, we have, like, partially different beliefs, but we also, like, we can coexist and we also cancel, cancel each other out. Mm-hmm. Again, that's why we, we are the best co-presidents. We're going to get exactly. into that another episode. <laughs> Savannah likes to... Yeah, Savannah likes to say we're best, we're the best co-presidents, we're the best at canceling each other out. She likes to say, like, we're the best because we are mostly unavailable towards each other, (laughs) which I think is really funny. And, um, like, that's why we like to hurt each other's feelings. (laughs) We don't do it a lot, but, like, it happens sometimes. It's not that bad, though, because then we're just like, okay, like, you know, we just go back to our normal, normal conversations and stuff, and, like, we just, like, I don't know. I don't know how we became such great friends, but, like, we're basically, like, twins. Like, you know, we just have different everything aspect in our entire lives except for, like, our personalities and stuff like that. But we're, like, basically twins, and I text Savannah, like, 24-7 every single day, and she responds, like, every six hours. I'm just kidding. That's me. <laughs> I mean, I respond, um... Periodically. Sometimes. yeah Yeah, savannah's like savannah likes to say like oh yeah you're bad at responding and i'm just like am i bad at responding or are you bad at responding because um i can't explain that (laughs) but (laughs) okay liar (laughs) but anyways like savannah is just like I don't know, there's just so many great things I could say about her, but just, like, really coming down to it, Savannah's just, like, been there for me through, like, so many things. Like, first it was this move. I literally could not handle moving halfway across the country. Oh you guys should have heard <laughs> Like, that's the only thing she talked about. She's like, I hate it here. 
Michigan, what even is I heard, that? I heard some of, I heard like, some of been doing our um, FaceTime this past summer. I, I heard a lot, I heard a lot of them. Uh, yeah, but when she first, yeah, that's the only thing she talked about, and I was like, okay. You're like, okay, girl, like time to move on to something else. But you never said that yeah, because I also never reflect. You were just reflecting <laughs> for months. And months <laughs> I reflect for a little too long on some things, but I think that was like the way that I was like dealing with it. I think that was like even though most people probably like, okay, like time to move on. I think that's, like, was my way of, like, trying to be able to cope with the situation because basically, like, I had my whole life planned out for me. Like, I planned it all myself in, like, freshman year. I had, like, a whole plan of, like, what I wanted to do for high school and, like, how I wanted to live my life and stuff like that. And, like, I wasn't, and I just, like, got bombarded with this move. So I was just like, oh, my God, like, no, I don't want to do this, you know. But it, it ended up being, like, really a thing because I got to know my best friend, Savannah, and I got to know Matcha. I'm like, I feel like we're just, this is, like, the perfect trio right here. We're just the perfect friend group. I mean, you know, like, um, this was just, this is really good. I think that in the beginning it was definitely extremely rough just because I was not. You had to work on it. <laughs> yeah, I was not prepared. The problem was, I don't think that you know this, Savannah, but the thing was, like, I was told basically, like, two months before we were going to move that we were moving. I was given, like, barely any contacts. It was just, like, my mom got a new job, and we're moving to Michigan. And I was like, huh? <laughs> like, I was just like, I'm not prepared for this, you know? So that's, like, why I was, like, really just, I guess that's, like, why I was, like, really... in high school Mm -hmm. high schoolers can be mean you probably didn't know didn't know what to expect yeah I didn't I really didn't know what to expect expect I was like I don't want to don't want to move there because but it turned out for the better Mm -hmm. even though she'd probably rather stay in California (laughs) yeah like will we all stay in California like exactly because the weather doesn't suck Yeah, because Savannah thinks that 30, like, 20 degrees is, like, a nice, warm temperature. Oh, my God. It was so hot. The other day, it was, like, 45 degrees. I wanted to wear shorts. <laughs> Sometimes I think it's just me who's crazy, but then I talk to other people. I'm just like, no, that's just Savannah. <laughs> 45 degrees. I mean, for Michigan, for Michiganders, like. Yeah, that's a big I, deal. We, we pull yeah, out the pool. Yeah, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. We go to that's the a, pool. Exactly. Like, I thought that was really weird, but anyways, yeah, that was my first impression on Savannah, and you know, I really appreciate our friendship. I think I've told you that multiple times, and you're like, aw, thanks. (laughs) I don't mean to make you sound like a bad person or anything. Yeah, sometimes I don't have words. (laughs) Sometimes I just can't express myself in words. I have to use emojis. (laughs) exactly savannah finds the funniest emojis and then i overuse them to the max is like something that i find like really funny but yeah i like and then in reality it doesn't really in reality, it's like a chocolate bar with, like, a notebook. Like, come on. <laughs> like, you know, at some point, we have to add some context. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really appreciate all of our friendships. I think that like we've really gotten to know each other. I feel like we all got to know each get to know each other a little bit better. I know me and Savannah know each other like to the T very well. Yeah. <laughs> and we <laughs> we're best friends. Sorry, I like don't mean to laugh, but I just like can't stop <laughs> thinking. One thing I say that the two of you have that is really important in friendship is like loyalty. You know? Yes. Loyalty yeah. is very loyalty important. Loyalty is really Yeah, it's very like, important to me. Like, so, yeah, it's extremely having, important. You know, you have your other friends you want to hang out with, but like it won't it won't hurt every now and again to like drop a text message or a call. You know. Saying how you are. And mm-hmm. I'm dealing with that right now with um, a, a different friend. I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna say his name. But mm-hmm. like, we were we were so close as kids. You know, we grew up we grew up in the church. You know, we were so close. And since this pandemic hit, you know, he barely talked. Went ghost. <laughs> yeah, went ghost. Went ghost. Not hey, the vibe. That's the word. Not the vibe. You find out who your real friends are during the pandemic. Truly. Yeah. Truly. I'll tell you. That's what I mean, but my that's what I mean, Savannah twins. <laughs> Friends, Look, we, family, trying to trying to find out it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that did not make sense, but it made sense in my head. Yeah, no, that did make sense. I think that was a really good explanation. Um, but I just want to say, like, I'm really grateful for like both of you guys that we're still friends, and I'm like really happy about that. It makes me like really happy. That we're still friends and like I think that we have like a really a really good friendship overall. I feel like we all like me and Savannah, we know each other really well and I'm not gonna start laughing again because <laughs> uh that was like too much. But I feel like like we could all just like get to know each other better as just like all three of us, you know. I feel like that would just be really good. But I think we're gonna end it here. So thank you guys so much for being on this podcast with me. And, you know, thank you so much for Savannah for helping me start this. And, you know, like, no yeah, like, thank you, yeah, Mecha. Really thank of course, you, Mecha, for coming on. Thank you course, so much man. for being our first guest. Yes. yes. Very and thank you, like, so much for promoting our spot. I mean, spodcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> promoting our podcast as much as you did. Like, I did not expect that much support or anything from, like, anyone. I thought that was, like, incredible. Thank you so much for that. And, like, thank you so much for having this conversation with us. I think that was, like, a really... It was a really fun time. Yeah. I mean, anytime you see people, like... People like my peers, like, do great stuff. Like, having a, you know, your own podcast. Like, mm-hmm. that's amazing, man. Like, I'm legit... I'm very serious about this. I'm very proud of both of you for the stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that means, like, so much. I think that's... Yeah, you kind of... I was the first guest. Yes. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you were our first guest. If you guys make it big time, I'll say I'll have the confidence that I was your very first guest. Yeah. Don't worry, Metro. We're going to have you on again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Medra, I will definitely, definitely have you on again because this was really fun. And 
I'm not just saying that just because you gave us a lot of nice compliments and stuff like that. I just think that this was, like, really fun and, like, you know. Um, so, thank you guys for so much for tuning into this podcast episode. As always, you can find us on Instagram at the Four Eyes Club Podcast and on Twitter at the Four Eyes Club. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Peace.